there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! Just one weekend Scottish Cup action. Two top Scottish clubs have sacked their managers Stevie Hamill at Motherwell and Ian McCall of Partick Thistle, despite taking Rangers all the way at Ibrox yesterday. And the Scottish Cup draw is coming in 25 minutes. We're also going to speak to Man of the Moment. He's been in football focus, Sky Sports News, everything. He's going to be live on the telly before the game. Yep, John McGinley. No, it's uh, <laughs> Mick Kennedy is going to join us tonight on the programme. But through in the Cup, well, you know the story. Dundee, A United, Kilmarnock, Inverness, Wraith Rovers, Celtic, Hearts the other night, and Rangers yesterday. It's some weekend, Barry. Can we just clear up just for a moment before we go to Mick Kennedy about Michael Beale's decision on Malik Tillman? Was it the right thing to do? Yes, I, I believe so. Um, watching the game, I've got to be honest with you, in defence of um, Tillman, he, he's down. He do, he's not aware, Paul. He's down and unaware, so he doesn't realise, to be fair to uh, the young man. Um, it's a misunderstanding and look, Rangers made a decision and I thought it was a correct decision. And then after that, um, the game was played in good spirits. So I thought it was the right thing for Rangers to do. And you move on. Um, nothing to do with Tillman, as I said. I watched it and I froze it a couple of times. And I looked at, at Tillman closely and he was down and he's, he's, um, he was turned away from the, the situation when the ball went out for a, for a throw-in. So... Yep, Rangers done the right thing. Um, and thankfully in the end, uh, they get through with, with um, a winner to make it 3-2. Some weekend, Mark. There's so many things we can talk about, including, well, after the Rangers game, two hours later, the manager, who had them playing brilliantly on the night, he's out. He's gone along with the backroom team. Um, and then 24 hours before, maybe not such a surprise, Stevie Hamill has gone from Motherwell and already we hear that Paul Lambert um, was wanted by Motherwell. Yeah, um, it looks as though Paul would have been you know, probably top of their list and uh, he's decided to rule himself out. Uh, I, I think that Paul um, quite fancies maybe coming to try a, a club in Scotland, uh, which maybe wasn't the case a couple of years ago. So if the right opportunity uh, comes up in Scotland, then I think Paul would uh, would certainly uh, look at it. But Motherwell looking for a manager. They've got Stuart Kettewell, who's been the manager at the highest level for, for Ross County. So he knows his stuff. He knows the club um, at the moment. But I think they'll look for, um, for someday... Um, they need somebody with experience um, Paul I, I don't know if Jim Goodwin would be right for them he'll go in there and sort it out um, the, the thing that's lacking for me with Motherwell is just a, a clear fighting spirit some warriors you know sleeves rolled up um, and getting wired in if you want to call that the old fashioned way and then for Patrick Thistle um, a great fist of it for 90 minutes yesterday um, and then Ian McCall loses his job which I can only Take that it's been for the for the league form uh, yeah. rather than the performance yesterday, um, and uh, of course there's new powers that be in it for Hill as well, and a shame you know because he's just over 900 games in charge, 
a lot of affection for Partick Thistle probably the happiest times of his managerial um, career um, but but he's gone and now Partick Thistle looking for a manager who's going to get them at least into the playoffs to try and get up into the Premiership It's quite a weekend wasn't it Barry what are you thinking about it? Yeah, just in yeah. terms of Ian McCall um, I thought his Partick team were, were excellent certainly mm. in the first 45 minutes look he's had a few ropey results in the league not, notably against Cove Rangers and Hamilton Ackies but if you, if you look at it if they win their game in hand they only go seven points behind um, Queen's Park so yeah I thought it was harsh on Ian McCall was Mark says there he said hundreds of games under his belt he's a, for me he's a really good manager and I'm sure he won't bow to work um, that long because I, I do believe he's got a lot to offer to the game we're going to have the draw in just over 20 minutes it's a strange time though Barry isn't it half past five before well, the final I, game tonight yeah, I found it strange. Yeah. Why not wait to after the the Darvo and, and Falkirk game? Um, so yeah, it's a strange time to have it um, at half past five. But listen, we'll find out in twenty three minutes <laughs> <laughs> who's going to be getting who in the, the quarterfinals. And you know, Elgin were nearly there, weren't they? Seconds yeah. away from the ninety minutes were up, and they were a goal up against uh, Air United, four <laughs> one at the end after. Uh, extra time uh, and Inverness battering Livingston oh, and, and Billy Mackay uh, yeah. goals absolutely fantastic of course it's good to see that, that Livy we, we tipped Livy for possibly going to Hampton yes you too to the final. I was going to play and, the uh, cut in a less, than, well. less yeah. than 24 hours later we we'll absolutely gubbed but fair, fair play to, yeah. to, to Inverness and to, to Billy Dodds um, you know a really comprehensive uh, victory for them and uh, you know they'll, they'll be so excited about the draw coming up <laughs> We don't get everything right. And Barry, big win for Celtic, you know, on paper, 5-1 at the end. But St Mirren set up well. But Celtic, yet again, a number of changes and they're relentless. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem to affect them when, when they make two or three changes, as you say, is relentless, um, thoroughly deserved. I thought it was harsh, to be honest with you, the penalty decision and the sending off of the, the St Mirren player. I honestly don't know now about this handball rule. Um, Paul, it just baffles me. And again, watching the, the Rangers and Partick um, game yesterday, the, the two penalties that were given, one for Rangers and one for Partick Thistle, for me, never penalties either. Um, but in terms of Celtic, yep, they, they, they deserved um, to go through, uh, through. It made it easier, but obviously the sending off of the St Mern player. Um, but uh, as you mentioned, their players coming in um, at the start of 11 and producing good performances. Yep, Mark, Celtic continue. For Rangers, 13 games now, isn't it? 12 wins and uh, one draw for Michael Beale. But for Celtic, they continue winning. Yeah. All um, the way, apart from the Rangers game. And, and fairly easily. Yeah. Uh, every week, Paul, um, you know, it's... Uh, and, and, and it's credit to Celtic. It's not a criticism mm -hmm. of them, but it's, it's just so easy for them. And, and, and I don't mean easy because I, I respect them because they need to go out and perform. There's pressure on them every week to go and do it. And they do it. They produce such a high level. But in terms of of the opposition it's almost as if a lot of the opposition feel they are beaten before they started you know it's like David Martindale's quote before Pat Ked a couple of midweeks ago you know you just you just want to get out you just want yeah. to get out <laughs> you know you would probably you'd probably take a 2-0 defeat before the game starts yeah. because you're so scared it could be a 5-6 or 7 when they look at what they did to Dundee United there in the season at Tannadice mm -hmm. but look that's that's a credit to Celtic they've set such a high standard but I, I can't see them can I see anybody doing anything other than an old firm game um, even though I think Celtic will start clear favourites in the cup final but an old firm game that one off the tension the atmosphere you just never know um, but other than that 
Celtic card absolutely unstoppable. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. So much to look forward to. That's how many days? Where are we today? Thirteenth. So thirteen days to go to the cup final. Thirteen sleeps. Yep. 13 Twelve sleeps, sleeps. I think with the game. 12, Amazing, 12, isn't it? 12. Right. There's so much on. We will speak to Mick Kennedy in just a, a little while ahead of the game. The publicity around the football club Darvel and the town has been massive, Barry. Yeah, they thoroughly deserved, Paul. Having been honest with you, yeah. uh, the last couple of weeks, listen, I'm sure a lot of the players and, and Mickey self and Darvo as a football yeah. club won't be used to it. But going back to the game, Paul, we, we spoke to Mick before the, the game against Aberdeen, and, and you could see he was quietly confident because mm. of the players that he's got at Darvo. Quite a few of them have played at a, a real good level um, up here in, in our leagues. Um, and I thought, Listen, the first 45 minutes, I thought they were so dominant in some of the football they played. I was so impressed by... Listen, as the game went on, Aberdeen did start to come in, come into it. Obviously, the full-time fitness com, uh, comes into the, the equation a bit, but I thought Darvo defended for their lives and they thoroughly deserved to go through into the next round for me. Biggest talking point today is after the Rangers game yesterday in that moment where... Well, Malik Tillman went down injured. We've now looked back on it. He didn't realise it. And then the, he challenged the, the throw-in. It's a terrible touch by the defender, wasn't it? He scored for Rangers. Uh, and that stood, obviously. And Mick Beale said to his players, no, give uh, a goal to Partick Thistle. Here's the manager speaking about it, how he communicated it to his players. We're, there was three or four close to me. So obviously we just explained to him, look, stand one side and... It's not an easy thing to ask footballers to do because they, again, they haven't seen it uh, from from where I've seen it. But look, it was the right thing to do. I think for everything that I want us to stand for as a club, everything I want to stand for, and also I'm protecting what I think is a fantastic young player from being saying thrown at him, which I won't allow. He was completely unawares. He did the right thing, didn't he? He did. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I I agree with Michael Beale says there. Yeah. Malik Tillman was completely unaware of the situation because he was down on the ground, obviously suffered a, a kick to the, the ankle or whatever it was. Um, look, he made a mistake. Listen, Michael Beale said there was a number of Rangers players round about him. He explained what he wanted to do and the players um, let the Partick Thistle player uh, go through and score a goal, apart from Alan McGregor. At the, <laughs> the, the, he's actually going into the box and I'm thinking, Griggs, he's no one to have to score here. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you could sense. Um, but we, listen, I think it was the right thing to do. And as I said, thankfully Rangers did get the, the third goal to take him into the, the quarterfinals. Mark, it looked as though it was going to be a corner. This could have gone on and oh, on and on. Aye, there's no way Alan, Alan McGregor, McGregor versus Partick Thistle. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to, going to challenge his manager's uh, decision. But uh, yeah. you know, he, let, he let Tiffany score. It was the right yeah. thing to do. First of all, Thielman uh, had no idea. Totally innocent. Um, and his part, although he must have wondered what the hell was going on when three or four Thistle players have, have gone no, right to him, yeah, pushed him to yeah. the ground. They were angry, and you can understand why uh, they were angry. So it's been cleared up. Um, and uh, I just wonder what the reaction would be like had Rangers not won the tie yesterday. Exactly. You know, so. What did the Rangers fans think? Sorry, 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. You're right. Would it have been different? It's still the right thing well, listen, to do. There would be right. an angry reaction, yeah. Right. You know who's on the line now? Man of the moment, Mick Kennedy is on, the coach, the manager of Darvo. Good evening, Mick. Good evening, guys. How are you? Yeah, good. Barry's good. So too is Mark. Barry's in a bit of pain, actually, from his back from the weekend. So, But we're ready for tonight. How are you feeling, Mick? Where are, you're at the ground now. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The excitement's starting to kick in now. The last couple of hours have dragged in, as you can imagine. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad it's finally here after, obviously, the, the high of beating Aberdeen. So it's been a bit of a crazy few weeks. 
Yeah, even on sports scene last night, I had uh, football focus on and Saturday you were there. I hope they're paying you plenty, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> I think they need to be charity. Uh, good, good man. It's been phenomenal. The attention on Darvel East Ayrshire has been, it's never seen anything like it, Mick. No, I, I don't think so. I don't th- think football at the level seen anything like it previously either. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think anyone really expected it. To, to the degree it's actually been it's been pretty humbling to be honest with you really humbling last few weeks amount of support amount of congratulations we've received across the full country Barry you want to speak to Mick? Yeah no listen they deserved it go and milk it because uh, as I said they thoroughly deserved to win the game and, and what annoyed me and I actually text Mick on the, on the Tuesday it was that oh Aberdeen weren't great they were poor credit to Darvel. Darvel outplayed them the first 45 minutes Mick will be honest Aberdeen came into it a wee bit with the obviously full-time fitness, but they defended for their lives and listen, they deserve to go in uh, into the, the next round. No doubt in my mind about that. Um, I was just going to ask Mick, do you think there's a bit more pressure on you? Mick, obviously with that performance against Aberdeen and you're coming up against a League One team in Falkirk. I, I, I think so, Barry. I also think as well that, and I know that I think Aberdeen are disrespectful or ill-prepared in any manner, but I, I think we've sort of lost that surprise package, to be honest mm. with you, I'm sure. Falkirk will come really, really prepared. I know obviously John's a great believer in analytics and preparation, so I'm sure they'll come fully prepared. But I, I think there's a higher expectation on us, and particularly in the town and the village and stuff like that. I think I don't think anybody really believed fully that we could beat Aberdeen. Uh, but now because it's a League One side, obviously with a very good result against Montrose and the round prior to that. So I think there has a higher expectation. But listen, we still need to be very humble. We still need to just stick to the the sort of philosophy and beliefs that got us to where we are at the moment and also respect the quality of Falkirk and we'll see where we end up after the game tonight. Full squad to pick for you again? Full squad. Full squad, mate. Yeah, everybody's fully fit. So, no, we're in a good place. Surprisingly, again, everybody's fully fit. <laughs> uh, so, no, no, we're in a good place. Mark Woody's here as well. Yeah, no, I just want to say, mate, I think, you know, what you're saying about preparation for Falkirk and with the great respect to you guys, you are the tie that nobody wanted. You would probably nobody would want to go to Darvel. They'd rather go to Parkhead or Ibrox because the pressure is off. But actually going to yours tonight, even though you've beat Aberdeen, even though you've beaten Montrose, if you beat Falkirk tonight, Falkirk are going to get be criticised because they're a League One team challenging for promotion. So again, I think the element of surprise. I get you, Mickey. I agree with that. Um, but I still think all the the, the pressures and fraud. I still see this as a. I don't know if you agree as a free hit for you guys as, as well, Mike, to get into the cup quarterfinals. after night and arrived and I said that listen the pressure's totally off us we've had our day in the glory listen obviously that sort of hunger inside you to be successful in one game of football that I've got listen I want to win the game but from the club's perspective there's no pressure on us tonight mm-hmm. I think we've managed to capture the imagination of the full nation as well we've received loads of accolades and loads of support so I think no matter what happens that we'll walk away with this in a real positive light so you're right. I think, I think in that regard, I don't, I don't think there's any pressure on us at all tonight. But obviously, I'll be driving that pressure in with any changing room and within the group because I want to get into the next round. But I, t- I mean, the, the exposure that we've had has been brilliant. Delighted, you know, for 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 John Gall and all your your, your sponsors and all your your backers that have been you know doing this for the past three years or so. Really, going for it big time. But um, your speeches as well was was pretty special. Um, what have you got up your up your sleeve for tonight? 
But the problem is, Mark, I've, I've stupidly agreed to let them film that again. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, so I, I, I need to try and come up with something pretty similar. To be fair, like, and, and, and that's probably the way I speak most weeks. To be fair, it's just that yeah. same sort of structure, of speech out values and principles and that sort of stuff. So it'll be something very similar. It won't have the same impact, I'm sure, because they're probably fed up hearing it for the last time. But uh, it'll be something very similar, mate. No, good luck. I hope I hope it goes well. It was, to be fair, it was a brilliant speech. Well, good on you. It was really inspirational. You can imagine why your players were right off. And I remember that the night you picked out Truesdale as one of your main guys, and, and he, he didn't let you down. He had a, a terrific game on the an outfield ten for you. Aye, and I think to be fair, he, he's he's been like that for the start of the season. That's why I picked him out that night. But he, he's such a gifted football player. Listen, I think we'll struggle to keep him in the summer. Mark, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. Uh, not only the Aberdeen game was outstanding, but that's the level he's been at week in, week out. And I, I know there's already a lot of clubs looking at him and stuff like that, which is great. It's great for Craig. He's still a young lad, only 23. Uh, and it obviously, shows you what we're doing here as well. But uh, he's a real talent. And I think he'll have a massive impact on the game tonight if to have any sort of positive result. And Mick, finally, before we let you go, uh, your players, some of them have been working again today. So they're arriving now. And are you going to hear the draw coming in? Because it's unusual, isn't it? You're getting the draw at half five. Ahead of the game this evening. Yeah, most of the most of the boys have been working today. I think someone will get down and catch a draw. So it's, it's unusual that it's done right before the game. So I suppose it gives both clubs something to look forward to. Obviously, I'd imagine the chairman and the chairman and the board are they're looking for Rangers or Celtic away from a commercial perspective. Uh, where I'm looking for something at home that they can put up a good show. So. Yeah. Uh, We'll see what comes our way, but first and foremost, we need to concentrate and try to beat Falkirk. And did you sleep last night? No, no, I didn't. To be fair, <laughs> uh, it's a bit of restless sleep. So I'm just glad the occasion's here. Uh, I don't know how I've no slept. To be fair, it's been the busiest three weeks of my life. Must be. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually fed up your main voice. If I've been honest. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to the game. Mick, we love the fact you come on Go Radio before right. the game. Thanks so much. Mick, Barry's just wishing you all the best yeah, tonight. Yeah, good luck, Mick. Yep. Sure you'll do it tonight yeah, again. Yep, good luck, all the best. Good luck, Mick. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks very much. Cheers. And on the other line, Stephen yeah. McGinn, the captain of Falkirk. No, we'll leave Stephen alone. He, he, is, he is a yep. legend. The, the yep. postman, uh, <laughs> obviously, Mick stays nearby. Yeah. Uh, and the postman says to me last week, he's like, yeah, um, see the, the house just up the road there? Is that that guy that manages Davo? <laughs> I says, aye, that's Mick Kennedy. And he's, he's a legend out in Lanarkshire as well now. Can you get the same barber? I, I heard some people saying that online. Young Mate, trendy. better. Aye, of course. Of course it is. <laughs> but if he gets to the quarterfinal, maybe he'll be able to afford that London haircut that Barry's got. Mark, but, what are you going to say? Can I say one thing? Yeah. But I think Falkirk will be looking forward to going down to Darvo because obviously what? you see the nick of the, the, the yeah. pitch. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the pitch was in, in brilliant condition. Do you think so? Do you think they'll Yeah, but I, I think because yeah. sometimes the, the pitches yeah. at this stage of the season um, are a bit boggy, they're a bit bare, yeah. not a lot of mm-hmm. grass. But I've got to be honest with you, when i seen Darvo's pitch, um, against Aberdeen, it was it was so impressive, and I'm sure it'll be like, yeah. like a bowling green again tonight. So that that will work in Falkirk's favour because I know speaking to Stephen in here, Falkirk like to get like yeah. to get the ball down similar to Darvel. So I think it'll be a real good football game tonight. It's one of the great nights, isn't it? Darvel oh, against Falkirk. Our own Stephen brilliant. McGinn, captain yeah. Mick, we've adopted him as well. Aye. It's brilliant. He comes oh, on just before the game. Yeah, we yeah. we, we can't lose tonight, can we? However, um, wins in some, uh, some respects, but. If you think of that draw before it, if you put yourself in Mick Kennedy and everybody at Davos' shoes, 
you potentially you've got Celtic or Rangers oh, or you've got an Ayrshire yeah. Derby commander or United of course yeah you know or something like that so can you imagine it's Davila Falkirk v Celtic or Davila Falkirk v Rangers they will be absolutely mm. flying they'll be buzzing so Pardon. much on the go. Give us a call. Mark Weedy's here. Barry Ferguson. 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road, Darnley. Let's go. It's Radio Football Show. We're off with a firecracker tonight called Mick Kennedy, who joined us a few moments ago live from that now famous dressing room. It's like the Bernabeu, really, isn't it? Rather than a Scottish junior club. Remarkable. Up against Falkirk and our own Stephen McGinn, the captain tonight of Falkirk. We could speak to Stephen, but we think, Barry, seeing a match in it when you're actually playing, it's different, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's different in terms of Mick's a manager. Stephen's, Stephen's a player and he'll be fully concentrating on um, a tough game ahead. Um, and he'll be wanting, he'll be, he'll be desperate to try and get Falkirk into the, the quarterfinals. They're, they're doing well um, in League One at this moment in time, so I'm sure Stephen's. Full concentration will be on the game in hand tonight against a, a really good Darvel team. Yep, we'll give you the draw very shortly. We're just watching for it. Uh, we'll hear from Ange Postacoglu after Celtics win 5-1 on Saturday. But a Rangers fan is on the line now. 0808 17 17 700. It's David. Good evening, David. Good evening, panel. How are you doing? I'm very well. How are you all? Good. Could good. you keep up with the game yesterday? What was happening? All the VAR stuff and everything. <laughs> We got there in the end, didn't we? Uh, aye, it was, it was some game, but I called up in regards to the, the incident with Tillman and obviously McBeal giving Partick Thistle the goal back. And yeah. Just wanted to talk to you about that. Okay, what did you feel about it? I thought it was fantastic sportsmanship. I thought, even given after the, the game with Mick said about how we are as a team you know I, I certainly think it would be plastered all over the papers today if we, we win that game given that goal at the time I did applaud the, the, the gesture mm-hmm. uh, and I was absolutely hounded by my fellow supporters so I don't think ah, I was yeah I don't think it was a, a general consensus with everyone that we were we're all in the same boat uh, there was some around me calling for his head but I thought it was a fantastic gesture and I wanted to highlight that Barry? Yeah, everybody's got their own opinion. I, I thought it was a classy touch. Yeah. Uh, Rangers is, a, in my eyes, a classy club, so I thought it was a, a classy touch by Michael Beale and, and the players. Um, he do. Obviously, what happened there was with Tillman, and again, and I want to keep repeating this, it's, he's um, he's got nothing to do, but he didn't. He was really unaware of the, the situation, um, and I think Michael Beale said that in his presser, that he didn't want any added pressure going yeah. on to um, young Tillman's um, shoulders so yeah but I think it's the right thing for, for Rangers to do um, and give Partick um, the, the goal back yeah, I mean I, I think the, 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 the stuff from Michael Beale actually protecting um, Tillman was was the biggest thing you know for, albeit it was the right thing to do um, and you know good on uh, David for, for applauding um, some of his fellow Rangers fans haven't agreed with him I think it was the right thing to do for Michael Beale to do and uh, yeah, to protect his brother because Tillman would have received a lot of criticism. You just saw the the immediate reaction from the Partick Thistle players. Yeah. And we're talking about sportsmanship. We're talking about a game. You know, we're talking about yeah. Of course, you want to win. You do everything you can to win, but you don't want to be painted. Tillman would have been painted as a villain. Mm-hmm. 
um, and that had Michael Beale not reacted in the way uh, that he did albeit it was an innocent act by Vitalman at the time We'll hear from the manager in a minute David stay with us here's Derek a Rangers fan on the line and Derek you I think have got a different view good evening uh, Good evening Paul good evening panel uh, I think it was your own musician and I think the player in question uh, at the film is very lucky not to be red carded and I think it was your own musician but it, uh, there are no rules to say you've got to pass the ball back Okay. Um you feel it was the wrong decision. That's the Scottish Cup about to come on. We'll just clear that in a second or two. Right, there's a different view. David, what would you say to Derek? Yeah. Oh, lost you there. Yeah, you're on David. Yeah. Uh, as Barry said, we're all allowed our own opinions, you know, sure. and I think given where we're at and what we intend as a club and their standards I think it was the right decision and as everybody spoke about there before me we're protecting a young football player mm-hmm. and we're not villainising a, a young player given that it went in and we went through that way that's what that's what we were about so I, I'm, I'm sorry I have to disagree not but sure. I think it was the right decision Derek uh, there are no rules to say but Paul that you've got to pass the ball back no. so at the end of the day, the third dilly dally fell too long at the ball. And was he going to pass the ball back? That's what we don't know. Barry, what do you feel? Having listened to what Derek says. And yeah, as I said, listen, yeah. everybody's got mixed opinions and, and Derek's got his own opinion and so has David. My opinion is I, I think Rangers done the right thing. I know there's no rule to go and do it, but I thought it was the right thing from Rangers and I think he's protecting a young player who let's be honest, has been a standout for, for Rangers. Um, so, yep, I think he'd done the, the right thing. Judge, Mark Guidi, what would you say if you yeah. were sitting on this one? Yeah, it was the right thing. Well, I can understand why he's a bit of, um, you know, frustration uh, in some parts. You know, Derek saying, I think it might have been Kevin Holt. I think mm-hmm. he'd, he'd a heavy first touch off the, the, the shy. But again, that would have been bad sportsmanship from Kevin Holt. Was he not going to give yeah, the ball back Kevin Holt's to Rangers? Touch, so yeah. I think he would have, Derek, because yeah. you're right, there's no rules where you have to give the ball back if you put it out for a for a throw in um, if, a, if an opposing player is injured. But 99 times out of 100, the, the the opposing team will then give the ball back. And so I wasn't expecting Kevin Holt to do anything differently. Tillman was unaware; he was innocent in all of it. But I think actually, you sh- um, Derek, you should be commending your manager for protecting a young player. Listen, to his quote: "What he says about Tillman, one of your own players. That's key to the decision that was made yesterday." Hey, Derek, here's what he said. I think if you watch the whole thing back, obviously I'm watching it, Malik gets injured and we play the ball out, but Malik's laying down on the floor so he doesn't see that we've played the ball out. So by the time Malik gets up, he sees that they've got a throw on, he actually puts his arm up to the referee as if to say how they've got a throw and then he goes and presses it like he's been taught. He's completely unaware of the situation. I had to speak to my bench to make sure that that's what they saw as well. Malik actually came over and I spoke to him, he confirmed it, so it was the right thing to do. Malik Tillman is a fantastic young player and I don't want that hanging around his head. He's never cheated anyone in his life and as a football club, we've got high standards. We don't need to do that to be party fistle at home. And it was a complete misunderstanding. It was not in fitting with the game, the way it was played, or the way it was played after. I thought afterwards the players all managed to play the game well. If you watch the whole scenario back, which I have done just a minute ago, then it was just a big misunderstanding. So I'm glad that we're through tonight and I'm glad we're not talking about that as the reason that we're through. They're talking about it tonight. Derek, before we go, the draw, it's the women's draw is on just now. Two of the guys from Biffy Clyro are on at the moment, James and Ben. 
What did you think of the Rangers' performance overall, Derek? Uh, I thought Rangers were very poor yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take anybody at home, but well, uh, I've been including Celtic. Yeah. Long as Rangers got a home draw. Yeah, we've got the women's draw on just now. Barry, um, Derek says Rangers were very good. Yeah, clear. I agree with, yeah. with, with Derek. Yeah, I was expecting a better performance. I know he made a, a number of changes. I think it was six or seven changes he made and it did affect them. They were, they were very slow in pedestrian. Mm. I, I, I thought um, in the first half, obviously, he made the double change at half-time with, with Kent and, and Kemar Roof coming on. Um, and that, that did make a, a slight difference, no doubt about it. And again, I listened to his interview after the game and he was... He was honest, he, he says he thought he'd made too many changes and that's one thing that he'll need to go and, and maybe have a look at. Um, but listen, credit to Partick. That's why I thought Partick were the better team in the first half. Mm-hmm. I, I really I really did. And obviously, the double change made a difference. Listen, in the end, I thought Rangers did deserve to go through, but um, I expected a better performance. I can tell you, the old firm have been kept apart in the women's. It's Rangers Hibs, Hearts Celtic, Kilmarnock Glasgow City and Glasgow women against Motherwell. So our own Leanne Crichton. Uh, f- Derek, thanks for that call. David, for you. In fact, Derek, you could stay on. We should have drawn a second or two. Uh, David, overall, Rangers, not what you expect. The, um, the manager's been saying this. He hasn't got a consistency uh, and they haven't played as well at Ibrox as they have, for example, at Tynecastle. Yeah, and I... At least I can agree on one point with Derek. It was a poor watch. It was a poor game. However, it's a big difference to what we had under Gio. So we're winning, and that's all that matters. At the end of the day, we're through another round. So no, okay. overall, happy with the result. Right, do you want the draw for the men's? It's number one is Air, two Celtic, three Darville or Falkirk, four Hearts, Inverness is five, Kilmarnock six, Wraith Rovers seven, and Rangers are eight. And a big Wraith Rovers fan, Richard Park's been on to me this afternoon. Mark, you know Richard well. He was yeah. delighted with the Rovers winning, albeit at the expense of uh, our own West of Scotland team, Motherwell. Yeah, it was a great uh, victory for, for Ian Murray's uh, team. You know, Motherwell conceded sloppy goals, Paul, but it's just been the way it's been. They've not won in the league since what October. And uh, whoever goes in there to, to the place, Stevie Hamill, well, it's Stuart Kettlewell's in charge for the weekend. Um, we don't, in fact, the place at Monday Wednesday night, don't we? So, um, massive game, massive games coming up for Motherwell. They really need to turn that around quickly. Biffy Clyro, great band, of course. So, two of the guys there, Ben and James, are standing there with the, the hot balls and the cold balls. Barry, you've been there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done? So, Falkirk are ball number three. Who goes through against Inverness? We'll just check this in a second or two. Can we see them coming out? Or are they just going through the formalities, Mark? You're... Yeah, I think they're just going through the, the formalities yeah. just now. Paul, just giving a wee rundown on, on every club and how they've uh, their journey into the, to the quarter-final. But I reckon about 30 to 40 seconds will be, will be underway. Can we? Yes, we can yes, pretty we can. soon. <laughs> Barry, the, it's strange though, isn't it? Because the big game's tonight, looking forward to it. Here we are, they're just checking. The black balls there are being rolled and the first one has been taken out and it is number five, which is Inverness Cali Thistle. What a win for them at the weekend. And of course, Queen's Park will be thinking, my goodness, that should have been us. What was, apart from the, the fact they played Ewan Henderson the other week. Inverness Cali Thistle up against number six, which is number six, Kilmarnock. So I wonder how Derek McInnes will feel about that. Barry, a great I think, win for I, I, yeah. I think he'll be happy with that, that drawing. And so will Dodgy up at, mm-hmm. at Cali uh, Thistle. Yeah, That's, sure. um, both of them will be. Um, think it's a winnable match. Next up is Hearts, isn't it? Yeah, number four, the, the Hearts. Yeah, of course, uh, 
got through to the final in 2022 <laughs> and 20 against number two, which is Celtic. Hearts against Ooh, Celtic. That's tasty, Mark. Oh, that's a belt. That's tie the round. Absolutely, that'll be that'll be tie the round. <laughs> the Hearts v Celtic. That's it. Sure. Which one do you want, Barry? Now, what's that? Ooh, Rangers? I think Rangers next out. Is it Darvel or Falkirk? What's been organised? Do we know? Darvel or Falkirk? Yeah, come on. <laughs> if number seven, we'll, who it's against Wraith Rovers. Rangers against Wraith Rovers. Morrigan back to Ibrox. Yeah, yep. good. Exactly. Mm. Well spotted. And then Einstein, can you get the last one? So there's your Darby. Uh, of course. Well done. Darvel's at home. Darvel or Falkirk at home again. Wow. What an incentive for them tonight. And they're up against that other team who are in, who are, of course, it's here. Yeah. And it's another. That's the Derby. Is that what you were just you saying? Know what? Yeah. We yeah. Yep. spoke yes, about it on Friday. Yeah. Darvel will be looking at that and thinking, listen, what an opportunity to get. Semi final at Hamden. Yeah. Uh, listen, they've got to obviously beat Falkirk, who are a a real good team under John McGlynn but yep. they'll be but looking at that, that they'll be getting excited the uh, players know, now know what's at stake and what's ahead of them quick word with our two callers Derek you happy with that then Rangers at home to Wraith Rovers uh, uh, yes I was hoping Celtic got out today as well that's what I was hoping for did you have any influence on this <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mess about what, Derek what Derek? were you getting in that Derek <laughs> uh, Derek thanks for calling you're always straight to the point point. and David what about you then so yeah from a Rangers point of view uh, Hart Celtic is a really uh, it's a tough one for Celtic but Celtic all yep. conquering uh, Rangers against Wraith Rovers uh, that's a good draw I'm happy with that to be honest I was looking for Davo <laughs> uh, for them but no happy with that be careful what you wish for, mind you. And who's going to win tonight? I should ask you. Do you think it's going to be Darvel then? Is that what you're telling me? Darvel or Falkirk? I would love to see it happening, but I believe it'll be Falkirk. You think it's going to be the Bairns? David, Derek, thanks so much for dialing 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. And there's the draw for the quarterfinal of the Scottish <laughs> Men's Cup. And it's Inverness. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. Inverness against Kilmarnock. Hearts against Celtic. Rangers against Wraith Rovers. And Darvel or Falkirk against Air United. We're going to talk about that with Barry Ferguson, Mark Weedy, Paul Cooney. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Just weeks away, Barry, from... Live, uncut, uncensored, unabridged, whatever that means, I'm not sure, Mark. Uh, we're going to be at Orin Moore, March the 9th. Go to thisisgo.co.uk and you can be there for that big night with Barry. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kennis Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show, the only station with the two top pundits who've predicted Livingston as an outside bet to win the cup. I'm going to pay for that one with you too. I know that. Yeah, we gave you the draw just a few moments ago. Ellie Barber did it very well, conducted it there. It's online, it's unusual, but uh, that's life in 2023. Things are different. So we got the women's one first of all, which came in and it keeps the big two apart. It's Glasgow women against Motherwell. Wonder what Leanne Crichton is thinking, who of course plays with Motherwell. Rangers up against Hibs. Hearts Celtic, mm. twice of course, and Kilmarnock against Glasgow City. And then the men's Inverness against Kilmarnock, Hearts against Celtic, Rangers Wraith Rovers, Darvel or Falkirk against Air United. And half an hour ago we spoke to the one and only Mick Kennedy. I'm just thinking, Barry, from a Rangers point of view, I mean, Hearts Celtic, and it's, that's a really tough game, but for Celtic as well, it's a great place to go to and Celtic will go what, with confidence. Yeah, listen, it's a... a I mean, I don't know how many times I've yeah. said that. It's a brilliant place to go and play football, Tyne Castle. Mark's 
been there reporting many a times and the atmosphere it's created at Tyncastle it's a, a great place to to play it's one I'm sure the Celtic um, players will be sitting at home looking at it and thinking yep I'm, I'm really looking forward to that um, it's a tight around no doubt about it Hearts for me third best team in the country mm-hmm. by a mile um, so yep that's a tasty quarter final tie Here's Ange Postacoglu after Celtic's 5-1 win over St Mirren at the weekend. Yeah, I mean, that was, that's a key thing. We're in the, into the next round. Had a, you know, I thought it was a real good cup tie, you know. They, um, they came at us and um, you know, they, they put in a, a hell of a shift today to try and stop us and, and credit to them. But um, again, the lads stuck at it and, uh, you know, I thought, um, you know, towards the end of the game, we, we got it. Obviously, them going a man down didn't help them, but I just thought we were getting stronger and... Um, you know, again, great contribution from the guys off the bench. They lost fairly early on the top striker, Kyogo. We'll get a scan tomorrow. Obviously, um, there's an issue there. Um, he's a pretty quick healer, so hopefully it won't be anything too serious. But, um, yeah, disappointing to lose him. St Mirren didn't make it easy for Celtic? Yeah, obviously, with us, we, we, we try and, you know, keep working on things that we don't do on a weekly basis, because especially the last few weeks, we've kind of been faced with the same challenge. And... What you don't want to do is go into another game just prepared for the same challenge and not be prepared. So the good thing at the moment is that this week especially, we had a full week without a midweek game. So we kind of worked on different scenarios. We worked really hard on playing out from the back under pressure, whether it happens or not. And I thought, like I said, you know, they came at us today. But, you know, when they do come at you, as I keep saying the lads, they're using energy. So as long as we stay calm on the ball, even if they had run out of energy, if they got a goal, if they got a little bit of joy, that would spark them up again and then they go again. So we... look. I mean, that was a message at half-time, just stay really strong, stay disciplined in our structure and eventually they'll break if we can, if we persist and the lads stuck to it. Mark? I enjoyed that interview, Paul. Yeah. Good detail, mm-hmm. you know, into, you know, a plan, into the preparation that goes into it and, you know, your half-time message, you know, you always say, what did the manager say at half-time? Well, you know, don't want to give anything away. Well, I'm just telling you what he said at half-time. Stay strong, stay calm and it'll happen. They'll tire, they're coming at you, they're using energy. And then you just pick your motor. And I always see the amount of mistakes that you see in the last 10 minutes of a game because of tired minds. You know, decision-making, decision a wee bit of sloppiness, which is, which is only natural. Because like I said at the top, and everybody can see it when you play against Celtic. And I've heard it said, and I've seen them up close many, many times. The, the, the only time the opposition get a break is if it goes to VAR. Yeah. <laughs> and you get a couple of minutes just to actually... Take, you don't get a breather at a goal kick. You don't get a breather at a, a shy... Um, so, but no, I, I enjoyed that uh, that interview um, from uh, Postecoglou. And of course, I think that was in Viaplay, wasn't it? And he was speaking with uh, Gordon Strachan as well, along with Emma and Chris Iwilumu. So it was good there. I think when there's other managers there, previous managers, there was that level of, of a bit more depth from him, maybe. Mm-hmm. He was asked about, you know, speculation about his future, but he, he has now spoken about it, about Leeds, because there's been lots of chat about it. And this is what he said at the weekend. And, and anyone seen the size of John? We don't need security. <laughs> yeah. Whatever he wants, I'll, I'll pretty much do. Um, yeah, no, it's... Um, yeah, no, look, um, I'm, I'm sort of focused on what we're doing here, and I just thought it was a good week for us just to focus on training and... You know, John's a very, very capable guy and uh, handles the media well. And, uh, you know, I thought I'd, I'd have a break from everyone. Everyone can have a break from me. Yeah, I don't think the, the fans need a message from me. What the fans need is me to keep, you know, making sure that our, our football club represents them the right way. That's, that's, that's my responsibility. I mean, Gordon will tell you, if you've got a player in this, in this position where he's getting a lot of attention, the first thing you're going to say to him is, you know what, just keep playing well. Don't worry about anything else. And I'm old enough now, now to know that the game changes very quickly. I'm... I'm pretty blessed to be in the position I am. I'm working for a special football club and 
I'm never going to lose sight of that my main responsibility is making sure that I prepare the team well for a game. Good answer. Yeah, I, I, again, Paul, look, you know, I don't think Ange Postacoglu will leave Celtic at the middle of the season, you know, so, you know, Leeds United for me is not going to make him leave, especially given the position that, that Leeds in. This summer or possibly next summer, yeah, why not? Look, he's human. Anything that comes in for down south or the Bundesliga or La Liga, said that, they're going to look at it, they're human. That's not to say it's disrespectful to Celtic, he doesn't enjoy his job, he doesn't love the club, he doesn't feel wanted. Of course he does, but like he says there, it's very simple, but it's bang on the money. As long as he keeps doing what he's doing, he'll be getting attention. Mm. And at some point, he might actually say when that attention becomes real, because we all, listen, we all, we all know, there's sound in the backgrounds, they're tapped up, there's conversations with, with, with their agents. I think he's got one of the big um, English agencies that, that, that look after him, and, and rightly so, yeah. I think so. So, yeah. you know, he's very, very marketable, he's yeah. hot property. Um, so, of course, he's on the radar. But I genuinely um, don't think that he would leave Celtic in the middle of a season couple of weeks before a cup final nine points ahead in a, in a league I can't see that happening any close season any summer time different that that could be different um, but at the moment no he's, he's not leaving Celtic. and of course Southampton have come up today Nathan Jones has gone after that short spell Barry sorry yeah, you're essentially going to a championship club right, exactly. they're, 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 they're down. going down sure. yeah, they're away but yeah I hear what you're saying there is no question it, it doesn't sound there's no indication that he wants to leave Celtic just now Barry no, I, I think he's here uh, for the foreseeable future, mm. no doubt about it. But he's open and honest there, open and honest there. He, he knows how big Celtic is, but at some stage it's going to happen. Mm. He is going to leave the club, but I don't see it. Um, I don't see it this season or in this, this summer coming up. Maybe the following summer it, it could happen, but for me, when you listen to him speak, he sounds in a, a happy place. His team are playing some really good stuff. Um, and they're, they're obviously they're still in with a shout he, he getting a treble so he's got a lot of work in front of him and I think that's his only focus Key question for Celtic today will be that scan on Kyogo and how he is because obviously we know that look, Jukimakis uh, is gone didn't look, uh, yeah. Similar to Kemar Roof when he went down in, in the semi-final um, when he done his shoulder yeah. obviously it was similar to Kyogo um, watching the game and at the weekend there um, it didn't look anything but listen you need to wait till you get the MRI scans and when there is, the results come back then you obviously know um, the damage it's, it's been done but you heard Postacoglu again there he's he's normally a, a, a quick healer mm. um, so it'll be interesting to see if he's available for the weekend or the following weekend it's the, the big one it's the cup final sure is the countdown's on oh was there for the scraps from Callum McGregor, great shot from him. Yeah, keeper saved it, but there was also that's a good yeah. start for him, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was yeah. I was very impressed with the natural striker's instincts with the way he's just kind of nicked in in front of the defender. The defender switched off, used his bit a bit of power as well, just to to, to get that half yard to get in ahead, and uh, he's pounced on, um, on it. So yeah, as I say, twenty one year old, but I like the look of him. The early signs are that he's going to be very very good. But ultimately, you want you want Kyogo for a, for a cup final. Paul, you know, you really want, you know, Celtic really want Kyogo in the starting lineup, and rightly so, because he, he's a probably the biggest match winner at the at the club. And what about Rio Hatati? Two goals at the weekend. If well, phenomenal player. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's potentially a massive, massive transfer fee. I think we <laughs> spoke about him the other night. Was he 22, 23, 23? Um, a massive transfer fee, two million or two and a half again in that kind of region. Incredible business. You look at the improvement in him. 
Um, I mean, I hit the ground running. Scored, I think, in what was it, his debut against, or not his debut, but very early in his career against Rangers um, in fe- early February last year. He, I think, I don't Barry will know he played in that role. To me, he looks like he's got the full package and could go and play, um, go and be a part of a top six um, club. I, I was at Man City, Aston Villa yesterday and watching that. Hatati would not be out of place playing would at he? that level. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. It would be, it would be a right good addition. Barry, that was your birthday last year. We remember that. Remember we were in the studio, you, me and Davey Proven, that game that you mentioned. Hatati has burst onto the scene and you pointed out, I didn't realise he'd been in college football not long before. Yeah, he's only been a professional, I think, two years, stroke three years. Yep. Um, for me, in terms of all Postacoglu's signings, he's the best one out of them all. The best? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Of all of them. Uh, maybe because I was yep. a, a central midfielder. I just like I just like him. He's, he's got a real good range of passing. He's obviously got real good energy um, and he's grown. So I, I think in time, he's one of the ones, if he continues this level of performance, it's one that Celtic, I think, uh, could really struggle to hold on to. That's praise, Mark, coming from Barry Ferguson yeah. to identify that who was a... Yeah, and, and, and I don't player. disagree. I mean, the one you might argue is maybe Kyogo, but I think taking in, everything into account, the fees, the age, to what they do, if, if you're talking about a... a a market asset in terms of your market value. I think Hitati's, you know, in the summer is going to be big. I think there'll be a bit of interest in him, uh, for sure. He, he's certainly catching the attention. But um, what a wonderful signing he's been um, for Celtic. He's been absolutely brilliant. It's been some weekend, and it's not over yet. We've got Darvel up again. I think everyone's looking forward to this tonight, Barry. Yeah, yeah, you've got the Merseyside Derby. I know. Not even mentioned. Not even interested. No, there's only one winner, and it's it's Darvel v Falkirk all day long. How many screens will you put? You'll have it on on one of the screens. No, I'll just have Darvel and Falkirk. Honestly, all cinemas at Ferguson Towers. Yeah, have Darvel game on. That's it. Fantastic. So listen, that's the most important one, isn't it? Um, And it's a brilliant story. And as I said, look, do you know? Do you know what? Seeing I watched the game with Darwin Aberdeen, I actually enjoyed, really enjoyed it with the football. Some games I watch up here, football's no great at times, but I thought Darwin for the level tier six. Remember, Mm -hmm. tier six. There, I know they've got quite a few players that have played at a good level, but I just like the philosophy that Mike's got. He's trying to get the ball down and play in the right manner, Um, and it's not just all about just keeping the ball they get forward as well which I, I really enjoyed so I'm, I'm looking forward because Falkirk speaking to Stephen when he comes in here you know what John McGlynn's teams are, are like they like to get the ball down and play as well so I think it's going to be a real good football game tonight and um, it's going to be a cracker close one for me yeah we're going to get your prediction in the second hour Mark we did catch what you were saying while we were up here in the Scottish Cup and the games you were at the Etihad at the weekend. Yep, Did you Villa yesterday, catch up yeah. with John McGinn or yeah, yeah, so caught up with, with, with John and Austin McPhee, the Scottish connection um, at the club. You know, both really enjoying it. John um, on the bench yesterday, getting back on. Um, but you and I, Emery, rates him very highly, um, and I think he's thoroughly enjoying it. I think it's the first foreign manager that he's ever actually played under in his career. When Is you it? think back, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, he's, even sure. internationally, it's been Gordon Strachan, Alec McLeish, yeah. Stevie Clark. Um, you know. Steve Bruce, Dean Smith, um, uh, Alan Stubbs. Sure. Um, so this is the first foreign man. He said, he said the, the attention to detail from from Emery is uh, absolutely outstanding. You can see why he's won so many trophies. Yeah, I mean, what yeah. a what a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yes, Paul. And he's kept 
Austin McPhee, the Scotsman, is part of his yeah. his staff um, as well. He's also Scotia part of the Nostra. Scotland. Yeah, so well, that's it. And, <laughs> and it was, was great. You know, Man City were brilliant. Role there, is it set piece coach? Set piece coach, yeah, and, and just you're part of the the the, the all round um, backroom staff. And I think you know, it's like any other manager getting. You don't need to keep what you've inherited. To is obviously the, the, the you know the, sure. the rates. Yeah. He rates um, Austin uh, McPhee. What was the stadium experience like before we got? I know you were there. Yeah, the, yeah, you know, it, it, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Yeah, it was he's, good. He's in the director's oh, box. I know. Yeah, worry about it, that. Was, it was good. Uh, Mike O'Neill was there, Northern Ireland manager. So caught up with uh, Hibs and with, Dundee with Michael. Yeah, Steve Cooper, Nottingham Forest manager. Was there Will Ferrell? Uh, oh, he was there. Yeah, this come on. Do you know what? I, I, I text my, my, yeah. my, my daughters. I was like, oh, yeah. you, you, need to, you need to go and get Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll try to think his favourite movie. And I started. Fantastic movies. He's been yeah. in some of the Will Ferrell's movies. Mine's, I think, uh, probably The Wedding Crashers. All right. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, although I did like the Eurovision one that he did a couple of years ago. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Stay classy. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be Anchorman, isn't it? Yeah, for you, I definitely for you, Anchorman. What's that? There's another one at Christmas. Come of course, on, I love that one. Elf. It's fantastic. Elf's Elf. brilliant. We've got to love oh. that buddy. It's a, it's a great Cant, one, isn't brilliant. it? <laughs> oh, outstanding. Anyway, yeah. where are we? <laughs> That's it. We're heading for the news. We're back. Hour two is coming up. In the first hour, you've missed mm. a lot, but there's more to come. Your, yes? Your chance to name drop. That's it. We'll do it after the break. Five past six. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road, Darnley. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. We're with Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney and Mark Guidi taking lots of calls 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Scottish Cup weekend continues. It's the long weekend and we've got the draw we gave you live as it came in for the men's and the women's Scottish Cup. The men's and it's going to be the weekend of March 11. So Inverness... Shock winners at the weekend, I would say. They're against Kilmarnock, Hearts Celtic, Rangers against Wraith Rovers, and Darvel or Falkirk against Air United. Barry, some games in there. And Kilmarnock, you, just as they were coming in, do you still feel that's a good draw for Derek McInnes and for the Ayrshire team? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Dell will be, be happy with the draw, but on the flip side of that, so dodgy. Mm. Um, brilliant win um, going to Livingston. We all yeah. know how hard it is to, to get a a result at Livingston Livingston are flying high for me they've been again the surprise package in the league so i never seen that result coming so I think both managers will be fairly confident that they, they can get through into the, the semi-finals Mark yeah I mean Olivia had so much possession just couldn't score and then the double from Mackay yeah. Inverness did so well yeah they did you know they, they soaked it up and then you know took their chances uh, when they came along so yeah you know credit to, to Billy Dodds he's got them going uh, he just needs to you know Spark the, the league form again, as is the case with, with, with Partick Thistle. It's an interesting, um, you know, bunched up there um, uh, at the top of the championship. And yeah, I, I think you know you look you look through the draw, Paul. Obviously, the only unknown is either Darvel or Falkirk against the United. But I think every tie throws up its own 
story and I think at the quarter final stage I think it's a really good draw I think there's a lot to be excited about in four really good games Certainly are Barry is yep. nodding there there's so much to talk about uh, we're going to hear from Michael Beale shortly in fact we haven't heard much from him we uh, heard from Ange Postacoglu earlier we heard from Michael Beale speaking about the Tillman incident overall what did he think of uh, the Rangers performance in the 3-2 win over Partick Thistle? A uh, really disjointed game performance from us. Uh, I picked a team and I was excited to see the team play. Um, I thought we lacked rhythm in the first half and we lacked intensity out of possession. Um, obviously, the, the VAR decision for the penalty is a difficult one, but it's the law that the, the officials are, are going to. It's not no VAR or referee is going to change that. It's the law. They're, they're going by it. It's a difficult one because you find yourself 1-0 down. I thought the changes we made were positive. I thought the second half performance was much better. Um, but obviously there was a lot of controversy in the second half. I'm just glad to get through because it seemed for a long part it was one of those days. Barry, after that second half, when you hear it's five goals, it's hard to believe it was 1-0 for Thistle at half-time. Yeah, but they deserved it, Thistle. Yeah. Uh, they went in at half-time, thoroughly deserving. They'd been 1-0 up. Um, and Rangers and Michael Beale had to do something and he, he did that. He made a, a double change. It certainly made a difference. Um as I said, I just thought there were there was no real he, he mentioned it, no real rhythm. They were slow in possession, taking four, five, six touches as before when you watch Rangers, certainly I'll go back to Tinka. Yeah. So it's one and two touch. They're passing the ball about at um, a good pace. That that wasn't the case in the first half. Second half was a bit better. And in the end, they, they probably deserve to, to get the result and, and get through into the quarterfinals. As I said, his record since he's been is an exceptional. Let's be honest with you. He's, he's got Rangers into a quarterfinal. He's got Rangers into a final. Um, and he's only dropped two points domestically. But there's still a bit of work to be done. There's no doubt about it. The, the struggle when teams tend to sit deep and try and frustrate them. They're, they're more comfy with teams come at them the prime example being Hearts at Tynecastle, um, where they, they allowed areas for Rangers to go and exploit and that's something that I'm sure he'll be keen to work on in, in, in training but again there were some decent performances Raskin done well um, showed some nice nice touches um, but I'll go back to the two penalty decisions I know it's a law of the game um, but you need a bit of common sense mm. you need to change this rule because the penalty that was given for party I don't know what Sholak can do and obviously with the, the penalty Rangers were given. Um, contact was outside the box. I've seen there was a slight tug on Tillman's yeah. um, jersey, but it's not enough to, for a penalty in my opinion. Do you think the referee made a mistake at the beginning? It was outside the box. And then when you look at it again... There's a slight tug just inside. as it gets. Yeah. In, but I'm I'm talking uh, the slightest like tug. Yeah. Nothing really, really in it. Um, but some of the decisions I'm seeing when I'm watching some of the games... Yeah, I'm just baffled. I think that, that yeah. it almost struck me like the the Rangers penalty that you're talking about, Barry. It's like Vars protecting the referee. Mm-hmm. They don't want to, it's like as if it's they're not wanting to embarrass him because it was outside the box. Yeah, yeah, for me and and and, and as well the Cholak one. But they let the law; it's a penalty. Yeah. But the, the, the the law is is so wrong. And by the way, you could argue see if you're not given that, are you really a party? This is going to kick up a stink. No, it's one of the ones that you know it could easily it could have easily just as not. Uh, have been given but again decision making mm-hmm. between the on-field officials mm-hmm. and the VAR at the weekend lots of incidents not good enough down south two howlers at the oh, weekend what, wow. what happens right away the head of refereeing comes out gives an interview explains it and, t- t- uh, and yep. takes them off the games mm-hmm. 
takes them off a mixed couple of games and puts in replacements. So and there's the transparency and there's leadership. He came out straight away. I think it was on Sunday. Yep. He made his comments and there was a meeting today with the referees and as Mark says there, he took a referee out the game tonight, the Merseyside Derby. Yep. Yep. And Wednesday off as well. Yep. Yep. Off far as well. Yep, so in terms of Shola, I, I don't know where he's meant to put his hand. When the ball goes over his head, I mean, you're talking half a yard the Partick Thistle player is from Sholak when he headers it. Now, he's in the way down the ball's over his head. He knows nothing. Knows nothing about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. For me, nothing. a bit of common sense, but the referee goes to the, the monitor and, and gives a penalty. I know it's the rules, but Eventually. come on, mate, they need, to, they need to change these rules. So, Arsenal Invincible, Martin Keown this morning said, I think in England they should suspend VAR till they get it sorted out. Do you agree with that? And what do you think in Scotland, Barry? Well, we've played a lot of money to bring it in. Mm-hmm. Suspend it till they get it sorted. Not, not scrap it. But they're not... I would just like a bit of communication. Yeah. That, that's what I would like. Um, a bit of communication. Obviously, this rule, the, 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 some of the penalties I'm seeing, not just up in Scotland, as Mark mentioned there at the weekend, I think it was um, the West Ham game, Chelsea West Ham. Oh, that's right. I just cannot. Suchek. Yeah, Suchek. Yeah. 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 How is that not a penalty? Yeah. Incredible. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So. <laughs> We, yeah, we, we need to sort it out. We need to sort it out quickly because um, it's not just frustrating the managers and the current players, it's frustrating everybody. We'll take a phone call. Here's Sean in the line, a Rangers fan. Good evening, Sean. You all right, guys? How are you doing? Good luck to Darvo tonight. Good. Are ah, you up for Darvo? Yeah. Do you think? Um, what's, I, who, who, who's Liverpool? I've never heard of them. <laughs> Liverpool <laughs> ah, exactly. Um, so, Sean, what are you thinking about Rangers? My goodness, that was hard work yesterday for you. Oh, that was hard, right? I, I think it was a couple of... See, the penalty we got, I don't think that was a penalty. It was outside the box. I think yeah. we should have got a penalty before that. Uh, I think it was a couple of decisions, Ryan. But see, to be honest, I'm going to be one of these fans um, where I actually don't think Michael Bill should have allowed Partick Fistle to run up and score. Because do you imagine that was in an old firm game? Mm-hmm. I think that would have been mayhem at Ibrox. But he's saying it's the right thing to do and Rangers don't need... It might be the yeah. right thing to do, but a lot of fans uh, are unhappy with it. So, because see, see, see Partick Thistle went up and scored mm-hmm. and then it went all the way to extra time, went to penalties and Partick Thistle won on penalties. Mm-hmm. I think Michael Will would have been under serious pressure for the Rangers fans. Do you think? Mark, what's your view on yeah, that? Yeah, I think it would yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I think for, 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 for making that gesture, yeah, the gesture's... Good and it was the right thing to do, and it's worked out well because Rangers won. But I, I get Sean's point. I had Partick Thistle won the tie yesterday. Um, Michael Beale would be severely under the spotlight for that decision that he made. But Sean, I think you've got to do, and, and, and I highlighted it to to Derek, the, er, yep. the earlier caller as well, as yes, it was the right thing to do, and yes, it got Partick Thistle a goal. But a big part of his decision was about protecting Malik Tillman. A big, big part yep. of it. So you've got to take that into account. Yeah, Partick's got a goal, but he's protecting a young player. You saw the reaction. You know, he wants he wants Malik Tillman. You've got a cup final coming up. You've got a Scottish Cup quarter final coming up. He wanted to make sure that his player and the rest of the players are not distracted by some side story that involves one of his players being vilified for what was a an innocent turn of events on his part. So you need to take that into account as well, why the manager made the decision. Sportsmanship was part of it but protecting one of your own players was also a big part of the decision. I think that was the biggest part. Yeah. Protecting. Mm-hmm. 
Malik Tillman, who for me is turning out to be a match winner for Rangers. I thought he was, again, certainly in the second half, some of his touches, I'm sure Sean would agree with me, some of his touches and, and some of his play was, was phenomenal. But I, I think, listen, he's taking a chance, I agree with, with Sean, listen, it could have went extra time, Partick could have seen it, seen it out and went to penalties and, and then obviously Michael would have been under severe pressure, but I think it was the right thing to do. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Yeah. And that's my opinion that, that Rangers done the, the, the right thing and allowing Partey to score. Sean, do you agree and with And it's worked out in the end. Yeah. Rangers are through well, the quarters. It's worked out in the end, so I agree, I agree in a way. It's worked out in the end, so it's not really got to be that bad. But if, if it went in the other shoe, I think it'd been a lot of hassle. I don't agree with certain fans in uh, Ibrox or Gainham uh, should be sacked and all. I think that's what? a bit, that's nonsense for certain fans. Who but that's that? probably too many fans with a few drinks in them. Exactly, a bit like some some was on Friday night. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was coming back to the pub. Uh, that's what I was going about. Uh, I was on the thirty-eight. Uh, to be honest, we were talking about um, the, the that super cup. But see, to be honest, I would rather have a British kind of thing because what I see is what I can remember on the thirty-eight. As I said, it's all right having a super league if it brings in money. All the the owners will back it because it's all about money in football. Yeah. And let's be honest, sure. if you play in the super league, Rangers and Celtic could probably get better players. No offence mm-hmm. to the team they know, but sure. go and get top players. But to be honest, it, that's what hey, I know. You're yeah. no, no fans are rich to go and travel like what I say is Real mm-hmm. Madrid, uh, AC Milan. That's all right a couple of weeks, but you couldn't do that for a full season. No, I'm glad you said a muck up there on Friday night. I know it was. And Sean, what about Rangers against Raith Rovers? Could hardly have been a better tie for you in the cup. Yeah, I think that'll be a good time, especially at home. So hopefully uh, we don't need to get Raith Rovers any goals for I. So I think it'll be a good game. And, and uh, see, Boris, I'm got a point. I think Darvel will win 2-1 tonight. I'm looking forward to it. I've been looking forward to this all day. This is, this is got to be a good game. So And right. if Darvel get, get put out tonight... Um, I think they're done brilliant, so sure. and it's good for Ayrshire. Exactly, Sean. It's good to see from Kamar- uh, Garthamlik you care there about Ayrshire. So a good call tonight. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. Cheers. Cheers, Sean. Thanks Cheers, so Sean. much. Cheers, Sean. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Some people saying the manager should get sacked uh, over that. I think he did the right thing. And as you both said, he's protecting his player. Yeah. I-, I think that was the biggest... think so? Yeah. That, that was mm-hmm. the biggest thing, probably crossing his mind at that, that time he's got a split decision he's not got long to make a decision no. he's turned down to his coaching right. staff and made sure because you know what it's like they've got the iPads mm. they're yeah. watching the game to make sure that Tillman never knew anything about it and I'd done the same thing I watched it back three or four times and it was clear he, he was he was unaware of the situation that was going on and um, Rangers obviously let him score the goal and, and thankfully listen they got the third goal and they're through into the quarterfinals and they've got a home tie with a right good opportunity to get into another semi-final at Hamden. Yeah, if you're just tuning in, Rangers are at home to Wraith Rovers. Celtic are going to Hearts. That's the uh, tie of that weekend, March the 11th. Inverness at home to Kilmarnock and Darville or Falkirk against Ayr. On the player we've been talking about though and you mentioned it, Barry, just how well he played at the weekend. Here's the manager speaking about Malik Tillman. <laughs> No, listen, he's a very, very good uh, player and that's why he's come from such a prestigious club. You know, as a 20-year-old, he's a full international, isn't he? He played all the way through the youth ages with Germany. He's, you know, he'd gone to play for America um, for one of his parents and he's played at senior international as well. At 20, he's come into our league. He's had to adjust 
It's not easy. We've seen players come out of the Premier League and not adjust in this league. And we've, you know, players with big reputations have struggled. I think every single week he's getting stronger and stronger. He's learning a new position, which I think will keep him in good stead as he moves forward, playing more in midfield and running out of there. He's a joy to work with every single day. He's such a shy, humble, quiet lad. And so, listen, I'm glad that, that he's doing well. And uh, I, I, I can't ask him to play poorly, just in case people are watching. Quiet, shy, humble lad. Who wants to take that one? I, I remember watching them uh, um, Rangers against St. Johnson very early in the season. Rangers won 4 0, I think, and, and speaking to a couple of people mm-hmm. at Rangers at that point. He's only been in the club a few weeks. He said he's very, very special. Very special. And then you watch him up court, and what a fantastic sure. physique he's got for a 20 year old. You know, a wonderful presence, really intelligent. And I think we discussed it in the show, it was last week or the week before. You know, I think there's a set fee, and it might be anything between, say, four and six million pounds to make the move permanent. But by me, maybe I've got another clause to to go and take him again yeah. if he really can, that kind of thing. But at that kind of money, and by the way, it's a lot of money. It's not, you know, if it's affordable and if it can be done, I think that's money well spent. He's a, he's a proper player, and if you think of how good he is just now and how influential mm-hmm. he is just now, um, with the benefit of a full year under his belt, how good he would be next season, you know. Yeah, my decision's made up. I think he's worth it. I really do. I, I mean, 20 years of age. No played a lot of first-team football. This is his first real season and a tough place to come and play. Um, no doubt about it. It's okay at home, but see when you go away to McDermott Parks, your Tyne Castles, your Easter Roads, um, places like that, Petaudry's, it's, um sometimes it's tough, but for me, he's got everything in the locker. No doubt, the first few months, you could see he's a good player. Never done the dirty side of the game really well. Wasn't he tracking back? Was a bit lazy, but now you're starting to see that he's 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 went um, some of the, the the stuff that he's doing for his team when he's losing the ball. His first reaction is, "How can I get that ball back? Can I go and help my teammates?" So for me, he's a match winner, no doubt about it. He glides with the ball, mm-hmm. technically so gifted, and as Mark says there, if you want to draw a, a midfielder. Like the size of him, he's what six foot six one, right, at least, strong, yeah, physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you watch him. Some players are trying to batter him off the ball. He's strong as well, and he's only going to get stronger. He's physically still no matured, mm-hmm. and I I think there's um, if it's getting bandied about that it's five million euros for me, Rangers have got to try and do that deal as quickly as possible. It reminds me of this time last year when Celtic had the option, I know they're completely different players, but Jota, for example, in that kind of money, he was on yeah. loan, looking yeah. good, people said, let's wait. And also Carter Vickers, again, different, came up from Tottenham though. It was that kind of money and that's worked for Celtic. And for Rangers to compete, they're going to have to get players, like special players like Tillman. And he's a special talent. Yeah, there, there's no doubt yeah. about it. He's a special, special talent and he's only going to get better. That's uh, in my opinion, and uh, again, you're looking at that five million euros. He comes in, he has a brilliant season next year. If Rangers do manage to get him in a long term deal, then what, what are you talking? Double, treble that. Yep, mm-hmm. it's a great model, and that's the model Rangers need to get to, isn't it? Here's a player who's there that Barry has said he thinks he may well sign a new contract. Ryan Kent, he's just a short piece of the manager. What's the update? There's nothing, there's no, no news on that at the moment. There's no news whatsoever at the moment, so uh, when there is, we'll update everybody. He's back though, Barry, isn't he? New zest for life. Yeah, he's different player under Michael mm-hmm. Beale, no doubt about it. Um, 
his form wasn't great before under under Gio, but one thing about him, he was he worked hard for the team. Just that quality wasn't there. What you expected, Ryan Kent, but certainly since the uh, after the World Cup break, he's come back in fine form, um, and it made a difference again yesterday when he came on. Um, but it just shows it showed me yesterday they left out three real important players. You left out Connor Golson. You left out uh, Ryan Kent and Morelos. I know Sholak get the goal, but they struggle without their three players. I think you're right, Mark. The nights you said, how many did we say until the big game? 13 days till Rangers against Celtic, the league, the via play, cup final. It's going to be phenomenal and so much football to come up before then. Great win for Scotland at the weekend in the rugby. Well done. Two games, two wins and really good wins against Wales because we've not managed to do that. You know, we've beaten England three years running but not to beat then Wales in the next game is a big win yeah it was you know, great for, for Gregor Townsend and, and the players and a lovely tribute as well Doddy Weir and, and his family so it was lovely and you know you look at the, the strength of the Wales team Warren Gatlin back in as the coach as well so that was that was a big big win and well good. done yeah indeed Super Bowl last night did you catch it as well Rihanna at half time and of course the Kansas City yeah last winning, minute last yeah, minute winner. against Philadelphia it's often right at the end so well done to them late night for all of us what do you think uh, for this for tonight right, what about Darvel against Falkirk I want to hear the prediction of Mark Guidi and Barry Ferguson that's coming soon The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road Darnley Let's go Go Radio Football Show Monday night Scottish Cup action coming up shortly it's going to be Darvel against Falkirk Barry Ferguson in really good form what's that you're drinking I, I don't know Chris is just I don't know. It's what is it, about ten liters <laughs> of water. Um, he's carrying in. Well, um, what is that? Flask. Just water there. Yeah. And Mark Guidi is with us as well. So, well, you know the scores at the weekend. Friday night seems a while ago, doesn't it? But went into the weekend and Hearts winning against Hamilton won't do Aki's any harm though, because you know it was one 0 for quite some time. Yeah, I, I thought Hearts were pretty comfortable in the first half. To be fair, Aki's made a game yet. The second half until obviously. Um, Hearts got that that second goal um, but yep Hamilton will take confidence out of that um, they, they played pretty well in, in the second half now their concentration has got to go on uh, the championship making sure that they, they stay in the championship because I, I don't think it would be great for Hamilton if they went down to League One so they've got a fight in their hands it's between probably Aki's or Broth and Cove Rangers um, so their full concentration will go on their, their league form and hopefully they, they can do it. Anyone can beat anyone in that division because as Morton showed at the weekend against the league leaders Queen's Park. Yeah, and, and listen, we've seen a, a manager lose his job, Ian yep. McCall, and he, I looked at the league right away and they're 10 points behind Queen's Park but they've got a game in hand. I know they had a few ropey results against the, the bottom two in Cove and, and Aki's, um, but I think Ian McCall's a, a really good manager. I like to listen to him. Um, and I watched interviews after the game and yeah. you're thinking, right, he's happy there. Hopefully they can take that into a league form. And then a few hours later, you see he's been dismissed. I don't like using the word sacked, yeah. um, dismissed. So, yeah, that was a, a surprise and a, a bit of a shock, if I'm being honest. Do you think he knew? I don't think so. Watching mm, him, it's hard no, to say. I, I wouldn't imagine yeah. so. He'd, he'd have 
really nice interview in the the, the, the yeah. Daily Mail Saturday morning with, with Hugh McDonald. Good insight into his it, career, yeah. and there was no yeah. inkling it was spoke mm-hmm. very fondly of Partick Thistle and his notebooks and all that. Yeah, and yeah. how he's saying you know, I think it was nine hundred and one, nine hundred two games, and yeah. wants to hit a thousand with with, with Partick. And so no, there was no certain inclination. But yeah. look, but that said, he knows that he knows the score. You know that yeah. you know they, they went through that. But I think I think they went through a wee run, maybe five or six games without a win. And maybe thought if I've ever I'm going to get the bullet, it's going to be during that run. So maybe thought I've come through the worst of it. I've got injured players back. Yeah. I've just watched my team put on a really good performance I thought, I thought against good, Rangers. Let's go and kick on now into the final sort of ten games um, of the season. But no, obviously as I say, it's a, it's a new board in there as well, Paul. Mm-hmm. New regime for sure. Hill. So maybe there, there's a decision there. Maybe they've got somebody lined up. We'll wait and see. Because it's a it's a good job. It's a chance for somebody mm-hmm. again get a team that's. Looking up the way to get into the playoffs and, and get into the Premiership. Jerry Britton's still the chief exec. Jerry's still Good chief exec. Yeah, of course, yeah, he stuff. Yeah, yeah. He, the last time they beat Rangers in the in the Scottish Cup, or um, was Jerry Britton who scored? That was one of the facts at the weekend. Maybe speak to Jerry Britton in the coming days. But there's so much on today. What about Motherwell, Barry, and Mark? What is happening? So a really bad defeat at the weekend. You felt that was it for Stevie Hamill, and he left just after the game. And then the club issued a statement. They thanked him for everything he'd done, but that's it over. Yeah, but who's going to be in charge do you think who can keep them up I don't know in, in terms of Mother and, and Stevie Hamill I, I was worried about them and I felt for them because you, you obviously seen that result coming through and you, you knew it was going to happen but well, I, I'm sure if you ask Stevie he'll take responsibility but again it's similar to what we're talking about Aberdeen and Jim Goodwin players have got to take some yep. some sort of responsibility as well I know he coaches them and he he put he puts the starting 11 out and he decides what style he play but again I think players have, have got to take some of the responsibility um, and it's a sore one for Stevie listen brilliant player for Murdo was in head of youth I, I believe it was head of youth um, so he developed into a real good coach got the opportunity to coach his team or manage his team and unfortunately it's no worked out but I hope he, he takes a a break and he comes back into the game um, but I think now Mother will need to go for some sort of experience if to, I'm being honest to keep them up and I, yeah. I, I say as a name I know a few people might disagree with me but I think uh, Yogi Hughes a guy like that yep. who's got the experience mm-hmm. to keep my team up in Ross County he's out of a job not going to cost anything um, and he'll come in and he certainly knows the game inside mm-hmm. out so I think it will be something like that. They might go in short t- for the short term and then reevaluate it in the summer. That's a good shout. He That's, wants back yeah. in, doesn't he? Yeah. What That's do you think, shout. Mark? Who do you reckon? I, do you want John yeah. Hughes? I think it should be very similar circumstances at Ross County. We're only about three months to go. Kept him up and then for whatever reason left Ross County. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm not sure if John's worked since, to be honest. I can't remember if he's if he's been back in since. But look, I, I, I like John Hughes. A lot Dunfermline. of time for him. He was Dunfermline. And I think John Hughes is, is a good shout. It would be somebody like that. Probably suit all parties um, until the end of the season. Um, go in there and uh, just you just need to find a way to get them to get them fighting again. And uh, but the, the players, as, as Barry said, um, Paul, you know the players need to do more. Mm-hmm. You know they need I mean, to, they need to do more. I seen the support. What was it? Two two and a half thousand. Yeah, round about that. Loud through to yep. Cody, um, to support the team. Um, so they've still got the backing. The fans are still paying their money, um, so this is a big, a big decision for the model board to 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 get the right man in. 
see Stephen Reside who calls in. He get hit. He's okay, but he get hit by one of these flares, Mark. They need to cut these out. They're yeah. not the only club. There's lots of them yeah. doing it, but they do it. And you go to Fair Park, you see them being launched just before the game, hitting. Well, doesn't matter who they hit, hit, but hitting their own people in the disabled section it is ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. poor. It's dangerous, and you know, it should they take somebody to get seriously hurt before it's uh, addressed. This has been in the game now on a regular basis Paul for probably three or four years and we, we do need to find a way of uh, stopping it just the bottom line you just need fans to be more responsible you don't yeah. need flares like, yeah, I know it makes it atmospheric and all the kind of different things but um, there's no need for them Air United we, we mentioned it in the first hour minutes away it was the 90th minute when they got the equaliser uh, Bryden after Hester had scored in 41 minutes Although there's two leagues between them, it just shows you, is this the year of the cup where there's some great stories? You know, obviously Darvel beating Aberdeen, uh, Wraith Rovers winning in their game against Motherwell. Mm. And then Air United came so close. Aidan McAdams, the keeper for Air, mm -hmm. saved them on a couple of occasions. Yeah, well good, done. good goalkeeper. And to be fair to, to Hester for Elgin, what a finish it was. Wasn't it? A yeah. beautiful finish. And he scored a bundle of goals um, this season. But a, a good one for, for the United. Lee Bullen's got them going well. They'll certainly be in the mix uh, for promotion at the end of the season and you know I don't think they'll be overly unhappy with the draw as well you know they've either yep. got uh, Falkirk away Lee Bullen going back to his old club as well or they've got the Ayrshire Derby yep. Davil v Air uh, United which would be absolutely brilliant that would that'd be another telly game no doubt the old Ayrshire Derby Barry that'll be some game whichever one it is Davil or Falkirk against Air United yeah and I mean I was watching the results coming through and longer and on you're thinking that it's a massive mm -hmm. upset Elgin and then that's, that's it's a, a sore one it's um, to score in the last kick of the ball and obviously they ran out pretty convincingly in extra time but I've watched their United a couple of times on TV and I've got to be honest with you I've been impressed with Lee Bullen's team um, some good players uh, very um, basic in terms of what they do they know what they're good at they get the ball forward as quickly as possible and they get bodies around the, the striker so yep it's um, some tasty tasty games in that quarter-final lineup, they certainly are. Dundee United lost at home to Kilmarnock, and looking at the club, so Motherwell were worried about them in the Premiership, and United terrible at the moment. Mark joint bottom of the table, and now out of the cup. Yeah, I mean I have to be honest, but you look at the squad. I know they they, yeah. they let Tony Wharton that go um, a couple of weeks ago, but you still look at the squad, the quality they've got, the wage bill um, that they'll have. I, I'm I'm genuinely very very surprised that they're there, but I just. I think you know, once they even looking there again, the goalkeeper coming for the corner kick. Did they really need to come off his line for that? I think that's been one of United's biggest problems this season. Has been they've not had a goalkeeper that's been able to win them games. They're missing Segrist. Yeah, and listen, it was always going to be a hard act to the yeah. hard act, big gloves to to fill. You know, you were probably unlikely you were going to replace like with like. And but again, it just goes to show you, a really good goalkeepers hard to come by. Uh, and B, when you do have them, you know, appreciate them and value them as, as, as highly as you can. For Kilmarnock, can they kick on now, Barry? Not least in the cup, obviously. Decent draw, but also in the league now. To, to win away from home. Yeah, well, listen, they'll will be delighted with their home form. That's what they've picked up. The vast majority of their points are away form and the league's been really disappointing. Um, but that's a good win for them. Listen, they, they'll, they'll surely take confidence for that. I, I think Kilmarnock will be okay this season. But the simple fact is they're strong at home. Um, just the away form is, is probably worrying Dell, but that will surely give them that bit of confidence now to kick on. And Inverness against uh, Kilmarnock, would you expect? Mark, who's, who do you think is going to win that one? I know it's a few uh, weeks away, but early impression? 
Your impression, you are very, very close. It could be a goal in it. I think Kilmarnock would start his favourites, but Inverness at home, they'd be buoyed by that 3-0 win at Livingston at the weekend, albeit, as you say, it's, you know, the game's three or four weeks away. So I'll leave, I'll leave yeah. it to neither. I'll leave it to neither the time, but but it'll be very, very tight. Maybe just the one goal in it. Yeah, I think it will be a tight one. As I said, I think both managers will fancy it. Mm-hmm. There's a real opportunity for them to get into the the, the semi final. Um, two ex teammates, as Mark mentioned earlier. Dodgy's obviously a Cumbrook boy mm-hmm. as well, Ayrshire boy. Right. So East um, Ayrshire at that. Yeah. Yep. So that, yep. that's a, a tasty tie. And, and listen, what an opportunity for one of them to get to be Hamden. Going to be some
Carter Vickers yeah, or Virgil watching van Dijk? The, watching the game on, on Saturday, um, watching Celtic, if you take Callum McGregor or Carter Vickers out of the team, I think they struggle. Mm. Yep. He's became just as important as Callum McGregor. Mm. I think he holds that the back lot um, together if somebody makes a mistake he's always there covering um, yeah he's, he's certainly impressed me no doubt about that he's um, he's come on to be a a proper leader um, at Celtic and Starfield I mean he has done well it's a great partnership yeah. but the, the senior player the the managing partner of the two of them is Carter Vickers isn't it yeah he, he's, he a, he's the best defender yeah. at, at the club and yet you know some people say that that Greg Taylor's outshone him this season uh -huh, and yeah. by the way nothing, nothing wrong with that Greg Taylor has been brilliant again you look at that you know 2 million quid what, what a brilliant signing Neil Lennon signed him um, so uh, look at uh, the back they're good Alistair Johnston's settled in very quickly you don't hear anybody talking about Juranovic anymore um, and exactly <laughs> and, and Joe Hart they've got a top goalkeeper I know one or two Celtic supporters maybe you know a wee bit unsure of them think maybe they might be in the need of a a changing of the guard in the summer but I don't agree with that again realistically you look at what you can get and I think Joe Hart is absolutely brilliant see you're talking about goalkeepers there and you've got to be careful Joe Hart for me is a top quality keeper looking at Rangers on Saturday Alan McGregor pulls off two unbelievable saves and again you've got to remember what you've got there there's people saying he's finished he's He's not the same he is. He's a, he's a top-class goalkeeper and he, sh he, he showed that yesterday. Quick succession. Yeah, two great two, saves. Two yeah. fantastic saves and really great reactions as well because people say, oh, his reactions are not the same as he's getting mm -hmm. a bit older but his reactions are still there. It was. The, the one low down at the post, mm -hmm. he looked 10 years younger. Yeah, he did, didn't he? The, yeah. the free kick and then the, the, the save higher. Yeah. Oh, he'd won it at Tynecastle a couple of weeks ago. He's, he's had them in in Europe I mean you think back to him just it. four months ago at Anfield yeah. it was only 2-0 at Anfield it could have been 7 or 8 I mean they did 4 or 5 cool. outstanding yep. um, saves his body's creaking a bit there's no doubt about that and that's only natural you know, because his body he's had a couple of big operations during his career but for me um, I would give him another year as long as he wants would long, you, right? oh, Alan yeah. McGregor 100% I would give him another year. Quick break. I'm going to ask you more and ask Barry about that next. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! Tomorrow night in the programme, we will have Stephen McGinn, the captain of Falkirk and the legend that is John Hartson. And if you want to be with John, along with Mark and myself, that will be the 30th of March, Thursday night at St Luke's, uh, just off the city centre, East End. So we're looking forward yeah. to that big John Hartson. Go to thisisgo.co.uk. And of course, the 9th of March is B-Day. Barry Ferguson <laughs> will be there. No, don't say that. I'm now that I say it like that. Well, um, I don't Barry Ferguson. Your head <laughs> I don't know either. No. I, I know I said about the managing partner at the back. We're talking about Carter Vickers and uh, Starfelt. Um, so, yeah, that night's going to be with or Barry. More. We're looking forward to it. Or and more. This is go.co.uk. Oh, trendy. <laughs> Nothing but the best for our Barry. Yeah. So, right, the game's tonight. I'm going to ask you now, what's going to happen? Mark, you in first. So, is the captain of Falkirk going to be in here tomorrow night? Cock a hoop through in the cup, or is it going to be Darvel, whose manager joined us just after five tonight, Mick Kennedy? What do you think? I, I, I've been, 
I'm, 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 uh, anyway, to answer your question, I know. Yeah. I just I'm, I'm going backward and forward. I can't yeah. make up my mind, but I'm on the spot now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Falkirk to win two one after extra time. Falkirk 2-1 from Mark Weedy who said that he thought Livy might win the cup if we took out Rangers Celtic and Hearts smart Alec here no okay so you think Falkirk did you say extra time extra time 2-1 yeah. oh, extra time I've got my boots on I've got an extra inch there right Barry I know it's that you've got new Chelsea boots <laughs> thank you have you seen them Simon Cowell he's got heels honestly (laughs) Simon Cowell two inch heels (laughs) (laughs) I can't deny it right Barry guilty my lord so what do you think do you know this this game's been playing with my mind all weekend Mm -hmm. honestly I can't split the two of them if you're going to put me on the spot I'm going to say Falkirk right you got, I didn't know which way you were going to go Falkirk mm. uh, why just the fact too I, I just think they're not a surprise package Darvo mm. now listen since that Aberdeen game we spoke about Stephen been in here he watched the game I would have hazard I guess that all the Falkirk players were watching it Falkirk manager and they would have studied them had them watched throughout the last few weeks and um, so they, they know they need to be on their game um, to make sure that they, they go through into the quarterfinals and I just think full time with the, that extra bit of fitness um, and saying that Darvo have got good quality as well I know. yeah exactly I I'm know. saying Falkirk have got good quality but yeah. I'm being the, disrespectful to Darvo mm-hmm. there Darvo have got really good quality this is going to be a close one Yeah. I just think Falkirk will edge it and it could be extra time yeah it yeah. could be it could even be penalties yeah and the draw came out tonight at half five. Darvel. See, that's the other Falkirk. thing I'm thinking with Darvel looking and thinking Incentive, Air United. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your sure. derby. Could be a cup yeah. semi final. Yeah. Darvel yeah. have got a bit of connection to Kilmarnock as of well. Course. Yeah. That's right, East Ayrshire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm unsure. I'm right, surprised if the, the Darvel guys are in there and saying, bye, here's an extra wee. We've doubled the bonus or something. Uh, Honestly, uh-huh. I wouldn't be surprised. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, uh, God, I don't know. <laughs> no, I could, I, no, okay, I'll give you another seven, seven, eight minutes, okay? We'll come back to it. Yep, we'll come back to it. That was great that Mick came on as well. Mark, isn't it? He came yeah. on um, two weeks ago before the Aberdeen game. And what you would say is Aberdeen were in turmoil and Jim Goodwin had been given a kind of hospital pass by the, the owners. He had really, you know, I'll give you time to change it, but... Jim Goodwin had to win that and he didn't even play the right team, did he, Barry? But anyway, that was in. No, he, he never played the right team. He, he left Shinny and Hayes yeah. out. I, I think if you ask Jim, we don't know. Maybe I've been injuries. We, we, we don't know. Um, but on the bench. Listen, Darvo deserved it. Oh. I yeah, know Aberdeen sure. were poor on the night, but you see that when there's an upset, I don't think the club that causes the upset gets enough credit. Mm. And I do think if you look back in that game, I thought Darvo played some brilliant stuff. Who's winning the other game tonight that we're not watching? Liverpool or Everton? So Sean Dyche, one game, one win. Liverpool. I'm going Everton 2-1. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I fancy Everton as well. Why? I don't think that Liverpool they can just flick a switch ball. They've not won a league game in 2023. Heading for a quadruple, you know, eight months Mm, ago. Listen, the the team needs surgery. Everton are absolutely desperate uh, to survive. There's another chance to put a bit of distance if no one else but with Southampton losing um, at the weekend um, so yeah I, I think Everton will go and, go and do it I see a report into what happened at Paris at the Champions League final which was horrible I had family members at the game uh, has been leaked ahead of it being officially communicated to Liverpool 
again, really bungled by UEFA. I've got to, I wince sometimes people say, oh, but the Super League, oh, you know, it's ridiculous. UEFA as if there's some kind of paragons of virtue. It's ridiculous the way the Liverpool fans were treated, Mark. Remember, back yeah. in in Paris, it yeah, was outrageous. Anyway, uh, back to the cup here. We had the cup draw earlier on with the women's draw as well. And the big two have been kept apart in that one. And it's Hart Celtic, the probably the plum tie there. And um, just I'm looking for it here, actually. Got Glasgow the women, Motherwell. Yeah, Glasgow Motherwell. Rangers against Hibs. That's a good game as well, isn't it? For yeah. the women's game. Yep, it is. Hearts against Celtic and Kilmarnock against Glasgow City. City. Yeah. Uh, some headlines here uh, today. Um, Hibs have completed the signing of defender Mickey Devlin on a short-term contract. He's been there training. Is that a good move? Ryan Porteous away? Yeah, well, he's had a, a tough time here, we With injury. Um, Devlin, no, no doubt about it. Certainly, we, he got a good move up to Aberdeen. Um and the good thing, I think he got injured and Aberdeen extended his contract right, yeah. during his injury, which was a, a nice touch, to be fair. But I, I liked him. I thought he was a good centre-back. He was he was close to the Scotland squad. I, I, think, I think he got it a couple of times. Yeah. I think he got it. But uh, he, he, might, he might have a cap. Yeah, right. He yeah. might have a cap. Yeah. A good signing, Mark. He went, yeah. went down to England. Um, but listen, I, I, it's good to see guys like that. Certainly he's got the ability. Hopefully he's over his injury problems um, and he, he does well at Hibs. Another headline today is that Paul Lambert has said no. Certainly, he doesn't look as though he wants the the job at Fir Park. No, I, mean, I think if he, if he wanted the job, he may well have been able to 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 get it. There was certainly an interest from Motherwell in him, and Paul's um, declined to take that um, any further. So it shows that Motherwell are looking and looking to get someone in as quickly as possible. I would imagine Stuart Kettwell will be in charge for Wednesday night against St Mirren, but you never know. Maybe it's a maybe it's a, a chance for him just to to show. That he's ready if they get a victory on Wednesday, he may be be given the job. And of course, they've got a massive game on Wednesday. Mother will have against St Mirren. Um, Football Scotland today is saying that Tam Kurtz could be the new manager there, as we see the Scottish Cup there with John Gall and with uh, our own Mick Kennedy. Just claim him old tactic, as you know, getting there first. Um, yeah, what about that? Tam Kurtz, see a possible as well. Did well at Dundee United for for, for, for Motherwell. For Motherwell, um, no, you know. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. Not, 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 not for me. I would. I would, wouldn't be my appointment. No, Barry. Yeah, as you yeah. say, he's done a good job at Dunedin United, but I think it's someday it's a bit more experienced than than him. Yeah, so I think I, Yogi. I think Barry Shirt Yogi Hughes yeah. is a really good mm -hmm. one. I, I think. Listen, Tim Courts and time will be a good manager, no doubt about it. I just think Muddle will go down the the experience route. I'll come back for your final predictions yeah. on that big game that we're, we're so looking for. What times kick off tonight? Just checking. 7.45. 7.45. Okay, that's uh, James says yes. Let's hear from the two managers, Ange Postacoglu. So the weekend was kicked off with Hearts beating Hamilton and then on Saturday at 5.30, Celtic winning 5-1 against St Mirren. Here's Ange Postacoglu. Yeah, I mean, that was, that's a key thing. We're in the, into the next round. Had a, yeah, I thought it was a real good cup tie, you know. They um, they came at us and um, yeah, they, they put in a... A hell of a shift today to try and stop us, and, and credit to them. But um, again, the lads stuck at it, and uh, you know, I thought, um, you know, towards the end of the game, we, we got it. Obviously, them going a man down didn't help them, but I just thought we were getting stronger. And um, you know, again, great co contribution from the guys off the bench. So Celtic through to meet Hearts, Inverness against Kilmarnock, Darvel or Falkirk against Air, and Rangers against Wraith Rovers. Barry, I did say, what about Mark's suggestion that Alan McGregor should stay, sign for another year? Yeah, well, listen, if, if he's open to it, 
I would. I, I've says all along. I know a few people have come on this show and says, "Listen, it's, it's, his time's up. He's he's too old. He, he's finished." No, in my eyes, I still think he's the best goalkeeper in, in Scotland. Um, but listen, he'll make a decision in the summer. But if I'm Rangers, I'm maybe questioning just now. What, what's your feelings? How are you looking? Are you looking to play on? Are you looking to hang your gloves up? If he gives you any indication that he's maybe interested in playing on for one more season, then yeah. you'd want to sit down with him because top goalkeepers are hard to find, Paul. And you can see that competitive edge unique that oh, he's got. He's seen it, he's seen it so, yesterday. Of course. He's out, he's, Rangers were below standards. He's yeah. out, he's screaming and shouting. And, and, and you know what? Can he buy that? That's that's a dying breed for me. Um, he, he's a he's a winner. I've always says that. Um, but Martin makes a good point. Mm. I, I think um, it'd be crazy not to maybe sit him down and and get an idea just now instead of leaving it. And then as Mark says, maybe panicking in the summer and trying to get a, another goalkeeper, which are hard. Mm. By, hard by the way, to see, find. see if see if I'm Michael Beale and he says, "Do you want know to I think I'll hang my. I'm talking him out of it. Yeah. I'm sitting there and saying, by the way, I'm putting a contract in front of you. You're staying. Takes a bit of, that's not to say that you go, go and try and find a number one because you will need... I mean, I think he can't go on forever. I think if he has, he's got one more year left in him. So I'd give him that year. It might be a chance just for to bed Rod, Robbie McCrory in and maybe mm-hmm. give him some more game time if they do feel that he has a potential um, number one. So you're buying yourself a bit of time and it's not a sympathy vote. You're securing a proper goalkeeper. And by the way, in that term, age is only a number. Age is only a number. Give him another year. Yeah, I'm ninety percent sure he may hang his gloves up, but see that wee ten percent. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm living in hope there. So you weren't ninety percent sure that Falkirk would win, Barry. This is the line. The last few minutes, last thirty seconds of the program. What's the scoreline tonight? Let's go live to Darvel at nine o'clock, ten o'clock tonight. Ten o'clock. Who's going to win? Who's in the cup? Darvel or Falkirk? Mark says just Falkirk. Yeah, I just think Falkirk will nick it. Thank you, Barry. We'll see you on Wednesday. Mark, back on Friday. Friday. Stephen McGinn's here tomorrow night, along with John Hartson. He'll be here at five. Coming up next, it's the news and then Jokal Day. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road, Darnley. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.